Let's welcome Apostle Patty Valenzuela tonight as she comes to bring the Word of God. Come on, Apostle. Come on, let's bring a good welcome for her tonight. Welcome to New Zealand. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love New Zealand. Can you stay standing? I can feel God's presence very strong. Can we sing that song that you guys were singing? That'd be awesome. Thank you. Thank you, New Zealand. You are beautiful people. Thank you for honoring. Are you ready? We're going to give um, room to the Holy Spirit.
Him I give glory to your name. 
Holy Spirit, we acknowledge you this night. Holy Spirit, your people want more of you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, they want a fresh, fresh outpour of your spirit. Holy Spirit, New Zealand is crying out for a fresh outpour tonight. Holy Spirit, they acknowledge and they respond to you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, there are a people that want more of the Holy Spirit. There are a people that want fire of the Holy Spirit. There are people that want the power of the Holy Spirit. There are people that want the move of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, come into this place. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Can you call on the Holy Spirit? Call on the Holy Spirit. Jesus, thank you. Father, I pray for every person in this place today. And I pray, Father, that your consuming fire, Father, begin to fall in this place. Father, from the front all the way to the back, even those watching, God, that will watch later on. My God, I feel electricity all over my body. Church, the Holy Spirit is going to do a new work inside of you today. Oh, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. want a fresh outpour we want to know you more Holy Spirit come on tell him you want to know him more acknowledge the Holy Spirit tell the Holy Spirit the person of the Holy Spirit say Holy Spirit I want to know you more Holy Spirit I want to feel you today I want you to overflow inside of me today come on everybody begin to put that demand right now in the heavens come on begin to put that right now come on say it out loud not just out of your mouth but begin to just crave more of the Holy Spirit begin to crave more of the Holy Spirit begin to crave more of the Holy Spirit. I want more. I want more of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. With that same frame of mind, I don't know what God is going to do, but he's very strong. I feel like my legs are going to collapse <laughs> from the presence of Almighty God. Holy Spirit, I step aside. I step aside, Holy Spirit. You do the work. Your people are hungry. Your people are thirsty. Your people want more of you. Holy Spirit, I step aside. I step aside. I step aside. I let you do the work. I let you do the work in this place. <laughs> mm 
In the last days I will pour out my spirit, says the Lord. In the last days I will pour out my spirit, says the Lord. In the last days I will pour out my spirit, says the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Could you just stay there? And can you just, church, can you just take a seat? I will speak about the Holy Spirit. Can you say Holy Spirit? Can you just stay, say Holy Spirit? Holy Spirit is my best friend. The Holy Spirit is my best friend. The Holy Spirit is absolutely my best friend. The Bible says in the book of Joel chapter 2 verse 28 that in the last days he's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Hear me and hear me well. I am experiencing an outpour of the Holy Spirit like I have never seen in the history of all my walk with God. It is a latter glory. It is a presence of the Holy Spirit that I have never seen across the earth. And it's here and it's now and it's ready for you. And it wants to invade you this night. A church that is guided by the Holy Spirit will always triumph. A church that is guided by the Holy Spirit will always be victorious. The Holy Spirit has so many names. The Holy Spirit has emotions. The Holy Spirit is a person. The Holy Spirit is our guide. We need to be intimate with the Holy Spirit. I don't know what's going to happen today, but something's going to happen today. Man has lost the Holy Spirit, and it should be the most important thing in our lives to be filled, to overflow. The Holy Spirit is actually attracted to all your problems. Did you know that? The Holy Spirit is very much attracted to all your problems. The Holy Spirit wants to invade every problem in your life. The Bible calls the Holy Spirit the burning one. Because when the Holy Spirit takes a hold of you, it's like a fire, a fire shot up in your bones. The Holy Spirit is called your helper. He's called your comforter, the Holy One. He's called the Lord, the Spirit of truth, the Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of counsel, the Spirit of the fear of the Lord, the Spirit of your Father, the Spirit of glory, the Spirit of grace, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, the Spirit of judgment, the Spirit of burning, the Spirit of knowledge, the Spirit of life, the Spirit of love, the Spirit of might, the Spirit of power, the Spirit of prophecy, the Spirit of revelation, the Spirit of sound mind and wisdom, the Spirit of understanding, the Spirit of holiness. The Holy Spirit tells us how to live. We can't blame anybody for how we have not lived because the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. It advises us. It tells us what to do, what not to do. The Holy Spirit is our guide. Jesus depended on the Holy Spirit. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit. He taught by the power of the Holy Spirit. He was empowered by the Holy Spirit. He did not do one miracle without being baptized before he was baptized by the Holy Spirit in the Jordan River. The Holy Spirit has more wisdom than all the masterminds put together in all the earth. The Holy Spirit has more wisdom than all the knowledge in all the textbooks in all of the world. He has come to complete the work of God on the earth. The Holy Spirit, can you say the Holy Spirit? 
And the book of Joel, it says that he will pour out his spirit upon all flesh. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of freedom. He's your counselor. Say, the Holy Spirit is my counselor. He advises us on what to do, what not to do. He put the laws in our hearts so that we know what to do. That's why we have so many problems, because we don't listen to the Holy Spirit. That's why problems arise in our lives, because we have not listened to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, hear me, is responsible for fixing us. The Holy Spirit tells us how to live. He tells us what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. The Holy Spirit convicts us. The Holy Spirit knows you, and the Holy Spirit knows me. The Holy Spirit helps us to become people that make better choices. We make better decisions when we're guided by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit helps me in every aspect of my life. How can we ignore such access that is so divine and so supernatural? Such information that is so heavenly and so divine. The Holy Spirit knows how things are going to turn out in our lives. The Holy Spirit knows 20 years from now in your life. It knows where you came from. It knows what you need. This is a decision that you and I have to make every single day. If We will accept the wisdom of the Holy Spirit over our own wisdom. You know what the Holy Spirit wants to do? He wants to soak your life. Lots of people are struggling because they have the Holy Spirit. They speak in tongues. But the Spirit does not have them. It's as if I took a drink of water right now. You don't know where that water went. Versus me jumping into a pool and be soaked by water. The Holy Spirit wants surrender in your life so that he can come and invade every aspect and every area of every part of you. The Holy Spirit never forces issues. He likes the invitation. Tonight you will invite him to come and invade every area of your life. It will not be a drink of water. It will be a jumping into a pool where he will soak every aspect of your life. I find that not everybody wants the Holy Spirit in that way. Because not everybody wants the Holy Spirit to enter into certain aspects of their life. Because the minute that the Holy Spirit comes to invade your life, he starts to throw things out. Some people get so comfortable with things that they don't want the Holy Spirit to come into their lives and invade. But I have found with God that whatever you tolerate, God will not move. It requires a surrender, a complete surrender to say, Holy Spirit, come and invade that place. Until we become hungry for the fullness of the Spirit of God. Listen, there will be aspects of your life that are dry because the Holy Spirit will not invade those areas. But tonight, God is making an invitation to say that the Holy Spirit is here. My God, I could feel the Holy Spirit. My legs are going to collapse. I know what I'm telling you. He is my best friend. I understand the presence of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit has become my best friend. I live at the pool. So it's not just a drink of water, but it's to live inside the pool every day of your life. We have to get to the point where we are so aware of the Holy Spirit inside of our bodies. The Bible says that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. David was a presence seeker. 
He wrote about the presence of God. He longed for the presence of God. He wrote about the presence of God. God took him from being ordinary to being a king. And he said it best in Psalm chapter 27, verse 4. One thing that I desire of the Lord is to abide in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. He said in Psalm chapter 84, he said, better is one day in your courts than a thousand days elsewhere. The presence of God filled the temple. Moses said, I will not go without your presence. Oh, I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. When I talk about the Holy Spirit, he always manifests. When you are filled with the presence of the Holy Spirit, you carry his presence wherever you go. And it's like Peter. And you can walk. And wherever you walk, your shadow can heal people. Because you are so saturated with the presence of the Holy Spirit. Many people don't walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. Some people don't believe it's available. Some are not intimate with the Holy Spirit. Some ignore the Holy Spirit. Some don't know how to walk with the Holy Spirit. Sometimes the last person we talk to is the Holy Spirit. Sometimes the last person we mention is the Holy Spirit. People sometimes don't know his work, his character, his nature, his attributes, because the Holy Spirit has a personality. The Holy Spirit has an assignment. It's a person. Some don't know the voice of the Holy Spirit. Some don't know how it moves. Some don't know the direction of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes some people don't know even the voice of the Holy Spirit. One scripture says it best in James chapter 4 verse 5. It says that the Spirit of God yearns earnestly to be with you. The Spirit of God wants to be with each and every one of you. He's yearning to have fellowship with you. Yet the Holy Spirit is the person that is most ignored among believers. He's a person. He's not just a source that's flowing from heaven. He's a person that can be grieved. He has emotions. He can be insulted. He can be lied to. He can be disrespected. He can be ignored. Imagine you and I walking on the shores of Galilee and talking to our Savior, Jesus. That'd be beautiful. But can you imagine if we sat on the shores of Galilee and then we ignored the Master and we had no conversation, yet we'd be face to face with this Master, the Savior of the world, the bread of life, the living water, and we'd be face to face with this Jesus, but we would have no conversation. We'd be ignoring him. Yet he's right next to us. Sounds ridiculous. But that's exactly what happens to people daily. They ignore the Holy Spirit. It's easier to ignore the Holy Spirit. 2 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 14 says, May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. That word fellowship comes from the word koinonia. It means companionship. It means sharing together. Paul is saying, may you fellowship with the Holy Spirit continuously. Yet he is so ignored. The early believers interacted with the Holy Spirit. They understood the Holy Spirit. The apostles in the book of Acts, they understood the Holy Spirit. They did nothing without the move of the Holy Spirit. They made no decision without the Holy Spirit guiding them. 
Philip, on one occasion, the evangelist, he was able to recognize, don't change it, he was able to recognize the angel and the Holy Spirit. They could tell the difference, the voice of the angel and the voice of the Holy Spirit. They were so in tune with the Holy Spirit. They were so aligned to the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says that he yearns to have fellowship with you. He wants to have intimacy with you. The Holy Spirit wants to be intimate with you. Can you say the Holy Spirit wants to be intimate with me? You know what that word intimacy means? It's deeper than fellowship. You know what it means? It goes into your thoughts. It goes into your intentions. It goes into your motives. It goes into your secrets. It goes into the secrets of your heart. It goes into every avenue. It's closeness. You can't be in rebellion and be intimate with the Holy Spirit. That is impossible. You can't disrespect the Holy Spirit and be intimate with the Holy Spirit. You can't ignore the Holy Spirit, grieve the Holy Spirit, and be intimate with the Holy Spirit. The most important thing in your life is to be filled with this Holy Spirit. Jesus said it best. He said, it's better that I go away because unless I go away, the Holy Spirit won't come to you. Matter of fact, when you have the Holy Spirit, not just drink of it, not just speak in tongues, but when you are swimming in the Holy Spirit, He is endued completely from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. You turn into a different person. You're not the same person. You don't get worse, you get better. You're different. There is tangible evidence. But too many people want control of their own lives mentally, emotionally. We want to run our own ways and do things the way we want to run them. That's why so many people are not filled. The Bible speaks in the book of Acts, when the power of the Holy Spirit came, the Bible says that Jesus told 380, 80, say 380 disciples, you all don't go anywhere because the power of the Holy Spirit is about to come. Can I tell you, only 120 did exactly what Jesus told them to do. Only 120 said, whatever you want, I will do. Whatever you hate, I will hate. The evidence is obvious. There is an outward evidence when you are endued with the Holy Spirit. Your life will change. Your, your ministry will change. Your church will change. There is not a church that will not be victorious when they are endued with the power of the Holy Spirit. See, the Holy Spirit gives you power. God created you to rule. God created you to govern. And the only way to stay in touch is to be connected and intimate with the Holy Spirit. The only way to be in touch with God is to be intimate with the Holy Spirit. God created man, hear me, not to live on the outside, but to live from within. Never from the outside. God intended you for you and I to live, not from our five senses. He created us to live by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Not by what I see, not by my five senses, but by the leading of the Holy Spirit. And the church is robbed today because we act powerless. We walk like we don't have what it takes. But the Bible says that Jesus said, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Power to operate, power to cast out demons, power to overcome, power to conquer, power to be victorious, power to get through. You have the power of the Holy Spirit. 
We act powerless, but we are not powerless, beloved. When you are endued with the power of the Holy Spirit, you can dominate and you can rule. You have power and you have authority. The Holy Spirit, say the Holy Spirit. Hear me. In a world where is full of deception, we need the voice of the Holy Spirit. We need the voice of the Holy Spirit speaking to us in a world where there is so much deception. You know, you are a reflection of the voice that you listen to. I love David in 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 8. The Bible says that he inquired of the Lord, do I attack or do I not attack? And God said, go, son, go fight, and I will give you the victory. He did nothing in reaction to emotions. He did nothing in reaction to his carnality. He inquired of the Lord, and he sought the Lord until God told him what to do. David did not get into, the, into, the, into fights out of the flesh or carnality, but he listened to the voice of his father. What my concern is now across the earth is that many people don't respond to the voice, the impulse, the tug, the pull of the Holy Spirit because we either second-guess that voice or we've been taught not to listen to that voice. And the majority of us are so busy trying to survive that we don't have a calm in our lives. The Bible says in Psalm chapter 23, he, is, he said, this is, what Jesus, uh, this is what the Bible says in Psalm 23. It says, he is my shepherd, and he leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. Most of us are not beside still waters. Most of us have tsunamis going on. But the Bible says in Psalm chapter 46, be still and know that I am God. So if we're going to learn how to listen to the Holy Spirit, there has to be a calm in our lives. I can't get into depression. I cannot get into discouragement. I have to stay quiet and listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you something. Most people hear the devil better than they hear God. They can hear the devil say, you can't. You're nothing. You'll never amount to anything. You will never make it. You don't have what it takes. You will never conquer. You're going to die just like your father died, just like your mother died. But something in us has to say, wait a minute, what does the Holy Spirit say? What we've got to do is shut down every voice, the voice of the devil, the voice that is screaming around us. And we've got to say, Holy Spirit, speak, because your daughter is listening. Holy Spirit, speak, because your son is listening. When we hear the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what are you saying? The Holy Spirit is saying, pray. The Holy Spirit is saying, be still. The Holy Spirit is saying to trust God. The Holy Spirit is saying to read your word. The Holy Spirit is saying, get into the presence of God. The Holy Spirit is saying, take a hold of your emotions. Settle yourself down. The Holy Spirit is saying, I want to pour myself out more and more over your life. When this Holy Spirit speaks, there is no room for confusion. The Bible says that God is not the author of confusion. When the Holy Spirit speaks, it is the spirit of truth. The Holy Spirit is your helper. When you are broken, he knows. He knows your circumstances. He knows your dilemmas. He knows your issues. He knows your deep issues. And the Holy Spirit came to help you. Say, he's here to help me. 
The Holy Spirit wants to carry it all for you. He's your helper. Say, he's my helper. Say it one more time. He's my helper. The Bible speaks in Romans chapter 8, verse 26, that he wants to help you get out of ignorance. The Holy Spirit does not want you ignorant people. He wants to give you the secrets of heaven. He wants to tell you the strategies that are going on in heaven. He wants to tell you how to win the war. He wants to tell you how to overcome. He wants to tell you how to stretch your tents. He wants to tell you how to get the victory. The Holy Spirit wants to release his secrets. The Holy Spirit wants to tell you how to do it. The Holy Spirit wants to give you direction. The Holy Spirit wants to give you instructions from the heavens. He doesn't want you ignorant. He wants to help you come out of ignorance. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit searches the heart. Say, he searches my heart. He knows your heart. He knows how you feel. He knows how you feel. He knows what happened. He knows how you feel. He knows when you're off. He knows what they did. He knows what you went through. He knows how it felt. He searches the heart. He seeks it thoroughly and carefully. He knows exactly how you felt. He knows what they did to you. He knows what you went through. He knows how you feel. He knows how sad you've been. He knows you. He searches the heart. The Holy Spirit knows you. Oh, the Holy Spirit knows you. Oh, I could feel the Holy Spirit strong. The Holy Spirit knows everything about you. The Holy Spirit knows my heart. He knows your heart. He understands everything. He knows how it went down. I know they say a story, but the Holy Spirit really knows how it went down. He knows what you are encountering emotionally, psychologically. He already knows. The Holy Spirit searches me. The Holy Spirit searches you. The Holy Spirit searches our heart. We can't hide the wickedness. We can't hide the lies. We can't hide the rebellion. We cannot pretend. We can't put on a mask. Not, we can't put on a facade for the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit searches me. The Holy Spirit knows me inter intricately. That's why I don't leave him. That's why I want to swim in the presence of the Holy Spirit because he knows me. He is the only one that knows me and he knows how to get me out. He knows how to get me through. He's the only one that can give me the secrets of heaven. That's why I don't leave him. You want to know what's so powerful, church? is that even with all the information that he knows about you and he knows about me, he knows all the dirt on you. He's got all the dirt on you. He's got all the dirt on me. Even with all that information, he still loves you. He still loves you. The Holy Spirit doesn't line up with what you think. See, because the Holy Spirit lines up with what God is saying. The Holy Spirit never lines up with what you are feeling. The Holy Spirit lines up with what God is saying. And to anything that threatens what God is saying, and anything that threatens what God has ordained for your life, God will speak to it. God will rebuke it. God will get it out. God will prune it. God will rebuke it. God will pull it out. God will call somebody to pray for you. God will say to somebody, start praying for my son. Start praying for my daughter. All of a sudden, somebody will show up and tell you, sister, I've had you in my heart. You have? Yes. I felt to pray for you the other day. You know what that was that was the Holy Spirit 
the Holy Spirit. Are you ready? Can, can you just stand to your feet? I'm about done. But I feel like, ooh, it's going to fall strong. Ooh, I'm going to give you one more scripture. Is that all right? Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. Get the video. Watch it on YouTube. Take notes then. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6 says it's not, come on, you know, it's not by power and it's not by might, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord. That is the key to revival. Oh, that is the key to victory. That is the key to triumph. That is the key to overcome. That is the key to conquer. It's not by might. It's not by power, but it is by his spirit, says the Lord of hosts. It has to be the Holy Spirit that influences my life and your life. Nobody else just the Holy Spirit. When we have a close and intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit, we say like Jeremiah, there is a fire, a fire shot up in my bones and nothing can extinguish it. Nothing can turn it out. Nothing can turn it off. The devil can try, but he won't be able to because there's a fire, a fire shot up in my bones. I am close to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit and me are tight. The Holy Spirit and me are close. The Holy Spirit and me are intimate. The Holy Spirit and me, oh, we're best friends. We are buddies. I listen to to the Holy Spirit. Ain't nobody can turn off the fire of God. When you have intimacy with the Holy Spirit, the devil can try, but he can't turn it off. The fire department can't turn it off because there is a fire that is shut up inside of your bones. Not by mind, not by power, but by my spirit, says the living God. Joseph in the Bible. The Bible says that he had a dream when he was young and he shared that dream with his brothers. And the Bible says that his dream was saying to him about his future and it was speaking in terms of, of what he was about to become. But he had the fire of God. God was with him. He would talk to God. He was obedient to God. And this boy Joseph was sold as a slave, falsely accused, in prison for 13 years in misery because he was such a man of integrity but the Bible says that when he was in prison they went out and looked for him I can only imagine when they opened the prison doors they probably thought they were going to find a man full of bitterness, a man full of resentment, an angry man a blasphemer but they did it they found a man full of the Holy Spirit who saved a nation from a famine because he was, he was full of the presence of Almighty God, Holy Spirit, we want to be in death. The fire of God cannot be extinguished in your life when you are close to the Holy Spirit, when you're guided by the Holy Spirit. It changes the way you hear. It changes the way you see. It changes your attitude. It changes your outlook. It changes, oh my God, I feel the fire of God. It changes everything about you, how you do ministry, how you see, how you speak. He becomes your best friend. Say, Holy Spirit. When you're full of the Holy Spirit, you see the glory of God. You don't see the opposition. Ha! 
When you are full of the Holy Spirit, you don't see the attack. You don't see the devil's work. You see the glory of God and you see the work of Almighty God. When you are intimate with the Holy Spirit, you see different. Your perspective is different. You don't see the armies against you. You see the Almighty fighting for you. Holy Spirit, it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by my. Can everybody just come up? Can everybody just come up? Every eye closed. Holy Spirit, we want more of you. Want more of you, Holy Spirit. You will fill this place. You will fill it with your fire. You will fill it with your power. You will fill it with your glory. I would be lifting my hands up. I'd be crying out for more. I'd be crying out for more. Is there a desperate people? Some of you will feel fire. Some of you will feel fire. Some of you will feel fire. Some of you will be so full of the Holy Spirit. all over this place I want the Holy Spirit to do do not look at me because I am not the Holy Spirit there is one greater just close your eyes where you're at the Holy Spirit is here some of you will need to repent some of you may need to repent because you have ignored the Holy Spirit you have ignored the Holy Spirit you have ignored the Holy Spirit some of you have grieved the Holy Spirit some of you have not fellowship with the Holy Spirit some of you have ignored the voice of the Holy Spirit some of you have not been in intimacy and in the fellowship with the Holy Spirit but the Spirit of the Living God is speaking and convicting you this this night and he's saying to each and every person here today I will fill you. I will fill you.
touch. It's more than a touch. It's more than a touch. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I want you to cry out from your womb and say, God, I want more of your Holy Spirit. You're going to fill them today with the new wine, with the fire of a living God. The fire, the fire that consumes. The fire that consumes. The fire that consumes. The fire that consumes. The fire that consumes.
with all of your heart. Just say, Father, forgive me. I have breathed of the Holy Spirit. I have shattered the Holy Spirit. I have ignored the Holy Spirit. But today I repent with all my heart. I want the Holy Spirit. Say it with your mouth. I want the Holy Spirit. I want to be endued with the power of the Holy Spirit. I want another dimension of the presence of God. I want to feel God in a deeper and a greater way. My God, I can feel God. God is coming on you. Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, you are here. Rebeha, 
spirit. Go. Go into those dark places. Go into those tired places. Go into those
somebody you come into contact with, you will feel the love of God. They will feel the love of God because of how strong it will be over your life. You will never forget this moment. You will never forget this moment.
Ramande kete terebendo ko. Sherebende kashiriatuko. Arabonde ke. I hear the sound of the prophets arising again. I hear the sound of the prophets arising again. I hear the sound of the prophets arising.
receive your healing, receive your deliverance, receive everything that God has for you. I love you. I'll be praying for you. You're amazing people. God has big things for you, huge. I love you, and I bless your lives. Come on, let's put it together for Apostle Patty this evening. Come on, let's honor the woman of God tonight. I want to thank you so much for coming tonight. Thank you for the investment of your time. Thank you for coming here hungry. Thank you for coming and opening up your heart to the Lord. And I sense uh, there's a number of people, there's a number of faces I felt the Holy Spirit just drop into my heart. He's going to move upon your life. And uh, haven't got time to go through them all now, but I certainly know that there's going to be a, a fresh outpouring on many of your lives. Get ready for change. Get ready for the Holy Spirit to continue to work in your heart. And as you do that, it's going to be a great outpouring of your life. Amen. Father, we thank you for your goodness to us today. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your work in our midst. We thank you for your Holy Spirit working in our hearts, working in our lives today. Thank you for working in our church, working in Bay City. Thank you, Lord, for working in our region. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you continue to work, that what you have started here tonight, Father, would grow and become all that you have ordained it to be in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.